0: Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of this conversation today. My hope and prayer is that in every single time that we, we we have this conversation is that you know no matter what you are going through, no matter your the circumstances in your life right now or the emotions or the thoughts that are going through your head, whether you're going through the best of times or the worst of times, that you know that you are loved and that you were created with a purpose and that purpose goes so far beyond Anything that this world can offer or that someone can tell you or that someone can show you that literally you were created with a longing within your heart for something so much more and and, and a consistency that we cannot find here and and so often we try to look and find that in so many things and and and, and we will always end up short. We will always end up short but no matter where you're at today, That we can rest knowing, Lord, you are the only one that can create a color out of all the chaos of my life and out of my heart and and, and out of my thoughts and my mind. God, you are faithful that you created me with a purpose and that you love me so much that you are faithful to reveal that purpose to me. So no matter where you're at, I just want you to know that you are loved and that your life matters. joining. Uh, thank you again for joining today's episode. I wanted to start off today's episode a little different than uh, than the other, time, uh, other ways that we start the episode. I wanted to just have one verse, one verse, and look at this verse and uh, kind of dissect it um, and apply it to our life. So whether you are a follower of Christ and you came here today because you're seeking to grow in your walk with him or you're simply somebody who is broken and you are just seeking, you're seeking hope, you're seeking uh, love, you are seeking forgiveness, You are whatever you're seeking today, my prayer is that this can meet you there. And so I wanted to open up with this. This is a verse that comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse eight. Hebrews 13, verse eight. And again, my prayer is that this will find us today and that no matter what we're going through, that this can meet us in a real and relevant way. Hebrews 13.8 says this, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, today, forever. If you're like me, when I think of yesterday, I think of many things. I think of a lot of fun memories, a lot of uh, memories, for instance, uh, growing up with my brothers. um, One thing that we used to do growing up that I think about uh, a lot, and I I miss a lot as well. One thing we used to do as brothers in South Carolina, um, we had skateboards and scooters, and we used to love to sit down on the skateboard and the scooter. And we lived, um, our house had this driveway that kind of went down and then around to the garage. Um, and we liked to sit on top of the hill of our, of our house, of our driveway, and sit down on the scooters and sit down on the, uh, the skateboards and go down. And we would try to race down to the bottom and get there as fast as possible. And uh, we, we also enjoy trying to push each other off the skateboard and scooter as we're flying down this hill. That's something I think about when I think about yesterday. That is a such a precious memory. Um, one that, uh, for the most part, I can never relive again. Uh, we're all grown now. We're all in different parts of, uh, of the United States. Um, but it's, it's something I think about when I think about yesterday. If, though, you are like me, um, I know for me, I um, I've struggled a lot in my life, um, especially when I was younger. Um, I always struggled with um, just kind of dwelling on past mistakes, um, regrets. Um, if if I'm being honest, that's something that that happens uh, randomly. It's not something I plan on. It's not like I wake up one day and I'm I'm like, yeah, you know what? I want I want to think about yesterday and just feel a lot of a lot of sorrow and lament. Uh, just uh, what ha- what happened yesterday, and and when I'm talking about yesterday, I don't literally mean just yesterday. I mean just all of the days of your life that have been passed, um, all of your yesterdays, all your yesterdays, and so um, one memory that comes to my mind when I think of yesterdays, I remember it as clear as day. I remember um when I was a very little kid. I remember doing something that I was very ashamed of. Um, it's something that haunted me. Um, it's something that as I grew, I grew older, it's something that kind of remained with me. But I remember, um, there was this time, I, I think I was in middle school. We just moved into a new house closer to where my dad worked in Dacusville, South Carolina. And we just moved in this new house. And I remember out of nowhere, out of nowhere, what I felt a lot of shame of in my past when I was younger came back in my mind just randomly, and I felt just as ashamed and as guilty as I did when I was a kid. I remember this one time specifically. I remember being so overwhelmed by it. I went outside, and uh, we had this trampoline that was outside on our property, and uh, nobody was around. Um, all of my siblings was inside, and my parents were inside. Um, I just simply went outside, and I remember going onto the trampoline, getting down on my knees, and I remember just begging God, just begging God as a, as a little middle schooler, just begging God, God, will you please, will you please, will you please just begging him, God, will you take away this shame and this guilt? God, will you will you wash this as white as snow? Will you take this away from me? Lord, I don't want to think about this anymore. I don't want to dwell on this, Lord. I, I I know enough to know that you say you will forgive. God, will you Please forgive me of what I've done. The thing that I keep dwelling on, um, and I remember it just very clearly. Even though um, this was before, uh, if you know my testimony, if you know my story and my walk with Jesus, this was before that that I truly r- realized that you can have a relationship with with our Creator, Savior, and Sustainer. So this is before all of that. But it amazes me because I remember being just that little kid on the trampoline, so vulnerable and hurting and just begging God, a God that I didn't know but everything within me was crying out to, begging God to take away that shame. And remember sitting there on the trampoline and just feeling this overwhelming sense of peace. And it was almost as if, literally, I felt washed. And I remember from that moment on, I never once, from that moment on, never, even to this day, I have never once dealt with shame or guilt when it came to that which used to haunt me so much, those yesterdays. And I, I know, as I grew up, especially after I gave my life to the Lord, when I was when I was seventeen in my in my room, and and in June two thousand eleven, when I said, "Lord, take my life. I am done. I want my identity to be Yours." when when that happened i know after that i dealt with similar things like that I, I remember just laying awake at night and just wondering lord how can you love me i've shared this story before on this podcast but it's a story that that was really impactful in my life um when when i was in second grade i was exposed to pornography and that is something if i'm being honest that is something that has plagued me um even to this day a a a a there's something within me that that I know that I have to set up boundaries in order for me not to go back um to to that to that vice that once um gripped me at such a young age and I remember struggling with that um before I knew the Lord and especially after I gave my life to the Lord it was something that that was very difficult um, very difficult in my life. And I felt like every single time I I, I gained a step in victory and I gained a step in, in saying, okay, Lord, I feel like, you know, you're, you're re- rewiring my brain. You're rewiring my heart. Um, it seemed like there was always a setback. Um, it might be uh, weeks from the time that I felt like I had that victory or months. Um, but it was always a setback. And I remember just going through that loop Um, especially after I gave my life to the Lord and just being so just broken over it. I remember this one night specifically, I was laying in bed and, um, it was after struggling and, and I, and I remembered laying in bed, and I felt so much guilt, so much shame of the fact that, look, I still I still deal with this. Jesus, I know who you are. I've surrendered my life to you. Lord, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to deal and wrestle with this. And I remember laying awake at night to the point that it was all the way till morning. And I, I remember looking out my window, and I've shared this before, but I remember looking out my window. And I always liked having the blinds a little bit open so I can look outside the window. It's something that I still enjoy today. I, I I just like to be able to see outside. And I remember looking out the window and just thinking, God, I stayed up all night. And Lord, I still don't feel anything different. I still feel this guilt and the shame of my yesterdays, you know, of, of of all of this stuff that, Lord, I'm begging you, God, please remove this from me. And, and I remember starting to doubt in that moment, it's just saying, God, are you here? Are you here right now? You know, Lord, do you hear my prayers? Do you hear my cry for deliverance from this? And I remember looking outside my window and just seeing slowly a sun start rise over the creek and the valley that we lived in. And I remember as I saw this sunrise, I just saw so much beauty that was once hidden by all this darkness of the night. And I remember just starting to see the sun come out and everything started to get brighter and brighter and brighter and seeing the trees and the grass and, and seeing the butterflies and the, and the birds and just such a beautiful day and beginning to start to hear the, the first signs of mourning and the birds chirping. And, and I remember it's almost as if the Lord told me right there in that moment when I was looking out on all this beauty saying, Jonah, I love you and there is nothing you can do to take away that love. My love is not based on your performance or, or your obedience, but my love is yours and there is nothing that can take that away. And I love you, Jonah, and I promise I am faithful to renew you day by day. And I remember just kind of meditating on that verse um, and just at that moment, as I looked out on all this beauty, just just being being hit with the truth, for the almost like it felt like for the first time, that God, there is nothing I can do to earn your love thank you thank you thank you and i remember i I went to bed that night so defeated but i remember getting out of bed that night i I slept nothing at all but i remember just feeling so rejuvenated because i realized lord you are with me and you are faithful in my yesterday and that no matter what i did yesterday lord i know your word says that that your mercies are new every morning so jesus not only are you the same yesterday and those moments where we um, struggle and wrestle with the past and and, 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 and the shame and the guilt that comes with that. He is so faithful that he existed way before we even knew he existed. And that is something that is profound. I think about when it comes to yesterday, when it says, you know, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. I think about the book of Job. In the book of Job, we have this man named Job who goes through all of this horrendous stuff from the death of his family to the to the to the to basically the destruction of his livelihood. And there he is, Job has nothing left. And this is a man that before all of this tragedy, all the circumstances, he is someone who was so favored in the eyes of the Lord that when the enemy was talking with the Lord, when Satan was having a conversation with the Lord, Satan was saying, look, you know, I, I, I you know, I, 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 bet that, you know, there is no one that can follow you. And Jesus said, well, you know, my, my, my man, Job, he is faithful. And Satan said, I bet he won't be faithful if I take away all the stuff that he leans on. And, and, and the interesting thing through that is that even though everything was taken away from Job, he realized just through the Lord revealing himself to Job through the brokenness and through all of the things around him, the Lord revealed to Job, look, I have existed way before you ever knew it where were you and, and he starts to question Job he says where were you when i created everything where were you when when you know i created you and it makes me think also about psalms 139 where it says that we, that that before we were even born the lord knew us and i wonder you know how many times how often is it that we fail to see lord you are the same yesterday you are the same yesterday in my past, in my shame, in my guilt, in my regrets. Lord, you are constant. There is nothing that can take you away. That, that that your love for me does not depend on my love for you. It does not depend on my obedience to you. It does not depend towards anything that I can do on my own, but it depends completely on who I surrender to. Do I surrender to, my, to me and my control and my identity being wrapped around what I can do to earn your love? or is my identity is 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 my is my identity wrapped around who you are and what you have done in order to reconcile my broken heart to your faithful heart. And 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 that is something that is profound that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and also today today. When I think about today, if I'm being very real with you, right now as I'm recording this, I'm sitting in my room. I'm sitting in my room in Chesterfield, Michigan, and it is October It is October 24th as I'm recording this right now. I'm sitting here in this apartment. And today, today, I know that I am loved. I know that I am secure in Christ. I know that my identity is wrapped up in him. And what that means is that who I am is defined by who Jesus says I am, who the word of God, who God in the word of God says I am. That there is nothing that anybody can say or anything I can say about myself that can change that. I know all of that. I also know that that Jesus died for my sins. I know that He His Spirit is alive in me, enabling me and helping me and renewing me day by day by day, and helping me see things through His perspective, through His eyes, seeing myself and my sin and others uh, and other sin, and seeing all of this, all of this world, the good and the bad, seeing it through the lens of Christ. I know that. But if I'm being honest with you today today there's a lot of things that are unknown a lot of things that 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 cause anxiety within me and and there is there is so many times throughout my day that I start to think about the future. I start to think about, okay God, what are you doing in in this circumstance or this situation or this relationship and all this other stuff and and God, what do you have planned for tomorrow and and you know, God, what are you going to do with today and 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 what about this brokenness and this baggage within me? God, what what are you doing with this? And you know, why am I dealing with this? And and and, and not only that, but then there's also that part of me that that also wants to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And, and 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 there's times where I feel like the Holy Spirit is prompting me and and, and and trying to get me to see things from a different perspective or to surrender something something within me to him whether it be a dream or a or 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 if it's a plan or whatever it is if it's if it's something that i'm wrestling with and i'm going through a loop in my head if it's a if it's a, a temptation whatever it is i feel like some so often in in my day-to-day life even today i feel like the Holy spirit is trying to prompt me to surrender that saying jonah no give that to me give that to me trust me lean on me depend on me know that I love you There are so many times during my day I feel that and I know that and I want to do I want to do what I want to do and there's so often so many times in my day where I know the Lord is saying hey Kate look you know I want you to trust me with this and I want you not to dwell on this anymore and it's so easy to dwell on it and what I'm saying and what this verse is saying is that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday in my past my regrets and my shame but he is also the same today today right now Right now, as I'm speaking right now, the Lord knows my heart. He knows me. He knows my flaws. He knows my worries. He knows my dreams. He knows my excitement. He knows what gives me joy. He knows, he knows the gifts and the talents that he has molded, and he is molding within me. He knows all the things that I lean on, the crutches in my life that I lean on, except for leaning on him. He knows me inside and out. He knows my outward appearance. He, he knows how many hairs are on my head. And right now, as I'm looking at this, as I'm recording this, I don't know how many hairs are on my head, but God knows. God knows. God knows my thoughts, my heart, my emotions. He knows everything. And yet he is the same. He never shrieks at something within me to the point that he leaves me. He never looks at something within me that surprises him that he didn't know was there or he's embarrassed that is there. That literally when, 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 when we look at Jesus, Jesus died for us at our worst. He died for us when we didn't know him. When he was on the cross and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. When I did not know what I was doing in the life that I was living that was rebellious and, and, and completely contrary to a life that is dependent and surrendered to Jesus and to my creator, savior, and sustainer. When, when I was so far from him, he was so close to me. He bridged the gap that I could never, that I could never bring and, and reconcile back together. That literally Jesus is the same as when he was on the cross as he is right now. Jesus is the same as when I was on, my, on the floor in my bedroom and I said, look, Lord, I have nothing. Lord, I need you. I am done. Take my life. I am yours. And that moment where I felt him with absolute joy that I started laughing even though I was weeping. That moment, the Lord is the same then as he is right now. As I'm recording this and so many thoughts are going through my head and 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 there's so many emotions going on in my heart and and, and, and all these things, and even within you right now, as as you're listening to this, whatever you're doing, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, whether it's the, the worst or the best, no matter what you're going through, the Lord is the same right now as he was when he created the world, when the word of God spoke everything into existence. He's the same. We are all look for consistency every single day we are looking for consistency i look for consistent love i look for consistent just faithfulness i look for consistency and sometimes i get frustrated within my own self because i'm not consistent and sometimes I feel like I don't measure up to to the to to the love of that uh, that 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 Jesus says that He He freely gives. I feel like I don't measure up to Him. And how can I be loved by You, Lord, when I am so flaky at at, at best, and at worst, Lord, I am I am just the epitome of brokenness. But God, You say that You love me despite of me. That there is nothing I can do today to make you be any different than what you have been the moment that you died for me. That, Lord, your love is constant. That you are the same yesterday. And, and, and all the things that I'm ashamed of and all of the things that I've done and all the mistakes that I've made and all the times that you, you preserved my life. And the fact that I am still breathing today is because that no matter what happened yesterday, you still have a plan and a purpose for me today. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and then I think of forever. Hebrews thirteen eight. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And thinking about that, how crazy is it to think that we have a creator, savior, and sustainer that no matter what we go through, he is the same even tomorrow. There is no rebellion within me. There is no rebellion within you that will cause him to be gone by the time that we wake up in the morning. We literally can rest assured. Our heavy hearts can rest easy. When we wake up every single day, we know that the Lord is right there and that he has preserved our life and that he has a plan for us and that he loves us so much that he is allowing us an opportunity of grace and mercy to know him and to experience him and to fill him and to, to be an intimate walk in relationship with him within that day. And I can be rest assured that the same Lord that was with me through my yesterdays, the same Lord that is with me even now, as I, as I wrestle through things and, and thoughts and emotions is the same, the same creator, savior, and sustainer that will be with me and promises to be with me when, when, when my life is done, that when we surrender our life to him, there is nothing that can take that away. Not even our own sin that, that, that led to death. That he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when I think of forever, I can't help but think of, of Revelation, the book of Revelation, the very last book of the Bible. When John, one of the one of the disciples, he was he was the only disciple not to be martyred, to not to be killed for following after Christ. But John, at this part of his life, he was on exile. So he got kicked out of, of all of the society and civilization. He got kicked out to an island. And, and around this time in history, we know that John was tarred, that he was beat. He was, he was almost as good as dead. He was tarred, he was dipped in hot tar. So, so when I think of John at this moment, this is a man that is broken. He has nothing left. The only thing he has left is his faith in his creator, savior, and sustainer that he once walked with, literally, physically, that he, he literally held the hands of, of Jesus, that he lived, he lived a life along with him. And he lived an intimate life and relationship with him while he was here on earth. Not only that, but he also lived a intimate walk and relationship with him that after Jesus died and he was resurrected, that we have a savior, creator and sustainer that did not stay dead, but he is resurrected. That is how he is the same yesterday, today and forever, That, that there is nothing that can hold him down, not even death, not even our own sin. And so John enjoyed a, a, a intimate walk with him as he shared the word of God and shared the truth that Jesus is real and that Jesus saves. And so John is in exile and he's on the island of Patmos. And during this time, he has his revelation. He has this, he has this just, just vision of the end of times. He has his vision of what the Lord is going to do. That even though right now, currently in John's life, he is as good as dead and he's on this island and and his body is failing, that he has this vision of what's to come. There's a powerful moment in Revelation 4 where John talks about the future. He talks about, he talks about, you know, okay, yes, you know, Jesus, this is, this is what, this is what is going to come. And this is where you are at in the midst of all that's to come, all that unknown. And this is what John says. In Revelation (coughs) 4. I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had first heard speaking to me sounded like a trumpet, and it said, come up here, and I will show you what will take place after all this. At once, I was in the Spirit And there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and another precious stone. He also had the appearance of a rainbow resembling emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones and seated on them were 24 elders. They were all dressed in white and they had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. Before the throne, seven lamps were burning. These are the seven spirits of God. Also, before the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center, around the throne, were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. And the third was like a face of man. And the fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings. It was covered. They covered their eyes all around. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around even under their wings. Day and night they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures gave glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fell down before him who sits on the throne and they worshiped him who lives forever and ever. And they lay their crowns down before the throne and they say you are worthy our Lord and God to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they were created and have their being. Chapter 5 verse 1. Then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. see the lion of the tribe of judah the root of david has triumphed he is able to open the scroll and his seven seals right then i saw a lamb looking as if it has been slain standing in the center of the throne encircled by the four living creatures and the elders he had seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of god sent out into all the earth he came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. When he had taken it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, where which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are. Are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased us for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on earth. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousands upon ten thousands. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders in a loud voice they sang worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under earth and on the sea and all that is in them singing to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. The four living creatures said, amen, and the elders fell down and worshiped. God's got this. No matter what you are going through, no matter what we go through, no matter the highs or the lows of yesterday, today, or forever, we can rest. We can rest. How awesome is that? We can rest and saying, Lord, before I was, you were. God, you have been sustaining and and, and upholding everything from just the power of your own word. You said and everything was created that right now, literally, I can open up my window, look out and see a sky above me and see stars and I can feel wind. I don't need to understand why all this is to know that someone loves me. Someone loves us. And someone is not done with us yet. He is not done with you yet. That we have a creator. This did not come from accident. You are not an accident. You are not a lost cause. That no matter what your yesterday's or whatever you're going through today and no matter what you will go through tomorrow, we can rest saying, Lord, you are holy, 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 Lord God almighty. Lord, you love us so much. You made a way when there was no way. And right now I might feel like there is no way, but God, you are the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one, no one can have any life apart from you. Any bit of life apart from you right now is a life that is purely by grace and mercy. That Lord, at any moment, You can demand our life back. You have that authority and power. And God, I do not want to waste this life just dwelling on my yesterdays that you have already forgotten. You have already forgiven. Lord, I don't want to waste my life on my todays thinking that this is it. This is all I got and my world is wrapped around today. You are the way, the truth, and the life that we find life and life that is abundant in you, not our circumstances, not what we go through, not our feelings or emotions, not even, 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 even what, 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 what it looks like. That you are the way, the truth, and the life. And that we find life in you. And that that, that the life that we are looking for, the consistency that we are looking for. That, that we literally have breath in order to realize and recognize that you love us so much. You will use us and you will use the brokenness. That, Lord, we can rest knowing that you will not abandon us. No matter what we go through, whether death or life, that we know that our life is not a period, but our life is a comma, is, is nearly a breath in the same sentence of our creator. That we are not the main characters of a story. That this life is not about us. And then that delivers us from feeling like we have to control it or uphold it or sustain it. You and me, we don't have to sustain anything. And we don't. we have a creator, Savior and sustainer that upholds us even at our worst. He upholds the, the the galaxies. He upholds this planet despite what we do to it. May we be good stewards of this life that has been given to us and this this world that is that 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 is that is here right in front of us. May we be good stewards of the hearts that come towards us every single day. The only way we could be good stewards of our yesterdays, today, and forever is by surrendering to the one who it is. Our yesterdays are his. Our todays are his. Our forevers, our our tomorrows are his. He is the consistency that our soul longs for. And my prayer is that this will impact us today, that no longer will we live enslaved by the yesterdays or enslaved by the today or enslaved by the tomorrow's. But we will say, you know what, God, you got this and you got us and we are yours Lord, what matters most is my heart. God, make my heart more like you and less like me. God, I don't want to be like this brokenness that will one day fade away. I don't want to be like this inconsistent, just just this, all of this. I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to be like who I was. I want to be who you are making me to be. Lord, you have a plan and purpose for me and I'm no longer going to lean on my own plan and my own purpose for my day today and my tomorrow's tomorrow. Thank you, God, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you have us. All the things that we're anxious about, all the things we worry about, all the things that we're broken about, all the things that we, we were so overwhelmed about, God, whether it be health, whether it be situations and circumstances, whether it be emotional or physical, whatever it is, God, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. God, you upholded me even when I didn't know you. Lord, you redeemed me even when I did not deserve you. And God, today you are renewing me, even when I don't know that you are or don't feel like you are. God, I can rest assured knowing that I am yours and you are mine and that you will not abandon yourself. Your spirit is in every single person who says, Lord, I am no longer living this life for me, but my life is yours. Forgive me for my rebellions. Forgive me for my yesterdays. Be with me today. And Lord, I want to be with you forever. Lord, thank you that you are the I am when I am not. Thank you, God. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. It is so awesome that as the Lord is renewing us, we're able to do life with others. So my prayer for you today is that you know that the Lord is with you. And that God's got this. He has this. May we surrender more to him. May we surrender our todays and our tomorrows and our yesterdays to him. If this has been a blessing to you, I, I, I please, I, I encourage you, please share this. Write a comment, review, whatever, whatever you can do in order for this to get out and for this to expand way beyond anything that I can do on my own. Thank you for being a part of this. God bless you. I look forward to, to to just seeing what the Lord is going to do through your today and your tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day. See you.